Hello! little business before we start the show. If you'd like to support the podcast, find us at anchor.fm forward slash magical podcast. We're also on Instagram. There's some links there. If you'd like to share the podcast, that would be greatly appreciated. There's a lot of easy links to do that on our Anchor site. Give us a subscribe there. Give us a subscribe wherever you listen. And if you find anywhere to rate and review us, that also gives us a lot more opportunity to share what we're doing over at Magical. So thank you so much for your support. And of course, check out the show notes where you can find links for our guests material and support our sister podcast, Lilith's Left Hand. You can follow them at lilithlefthand.com. They have a new website. Hope you check them out. Take care. This is your host, Paul V. And Jessica. And we're back with another recording. I've missed you. I've missed you on the podcast. Before we get started, I just want to kind of take a minute to explain why we took a little bit of a break. I felt like, and I think a lot of you will relate to this, but I was feeling crushed by all the noise and distraction in my life and I needed to pull myself back. And so I um, took time off work and I took time away from the podcast and I just did school with my kids and focused on myself and uh, I'm feeling a lot better and I am ready to have some more creative conversations and space. And, and also while I took all that time off, I did make space in myself for my own interests. And, um, we'll talk about that later because I'm going to get some stuff coming up for everybody that is interested. Do you want to talk any, do you want to say anything about the break we took or I have actually, when I started the podcast, I thought, Oh, I'm going to make it this thing and it'll be for other people. But the more and more I did it, I just was having fun. And so I don't do this for anybody but myself. And really, regardless of what happens, it gives me interesting conversations that I really appreciate and I enjoy doing. And I get to meet, I've gotten to really share with really interesting people and it's really, you know, grown my life. And every single conversation we've had over the year has offered me some insight to something that's going on currently and Jessica took some time off uh I've I don't really feel like I've been taking time off I have lots of of things going on I just haven't it's just this is a project that we share together and I really appreciate that and but uh this year we're gonna I think we're gonna you know I I definitely don't we're gonna have fun with this yeah I definitely don't like the idea of planning especially in an air train if it, for all those astrolo- astrology nerds out there, but, um, but we will. So in that, in saying that 
I would like to put out there that you will hear more of just our voices um, whenever we haven't been able to reach out to someone and really communicate well enough to pull somebody in. We do have some guests coming up that we're really excited about, but I think that because of what Paul is saying, we will be just talking to ourselves and letting you listen yeah. <laughs> a little bit more. And I just, I just hope by sharing that, I hope that you kind of, everybody who's listening is kind of feeling the same way. Really, I don't get why we get down on focusing on ourselves so much. I really think it's a really good and powerful tool right now is to focus on what's, what do you need right now? What does you, the listener, need? What do I need for myself? What does Jessica need for herself? How can we better achieve that? Like, I just, I keep getting those messages that like, this is the time for self-care and where can we find that? And sometimes that just means focusing on yourself. And something really interesting happened last week. We sat down to record a podcast. And unfortunately, we had the mute on the whole time. But I will tell you that during this conversation that Paul and I had, all the stuff came up about what I really feel is important for the year, um, some boundaries that I needed to uh, put up and some chains that I needed to break, things like that. And it was so funny. We had this really important conversation, important because it was important to me. Later in the day, I had met with my mentor. And when we were talking, she basically parroted back to me the things that I had said in our conversation, because those are lessons that I need to learn. So sometimes when Paul and I are sitting here talking about all of this cool, magic, esoteric stuff. We're also talking about life lessons that we are learning in the process of learning or need to really pull into our own life. And so I know that the way the currents move for those of us who, I don't really like the word awake always because there's so many different levels. But for those of us that can even hear what we're saying right now, we are feeling a lot of the same things, like Paul said. So it's really nice. Um, if we're going to have some complaints, well, I guess it wasn't really complaining. It was more us discussing what it is that we need in 2021 that we share it with everybody. So that's what we're going to do. We're going to talk to some really awesome people on different esoteric paths, and we are going to yap at you a little bit. Enjoy. Now let, <laughs> let's talk about like what's going on. Um, so how are you feeling about, so we, uh, Jessica and I actually recently started doing Reiki training and we ha actually have a history of it before this we started, but now we're starting to actually like focus on something called to us to restart it again. And we are now in our master's level course. We were recently masters attuned uh, so do you want to, like, how's it been your experience so far? What do you think? Let's, let's talk about what got you there. What, what, what ended up happening where we. Well, I will just say that my, um, awareness of Reiki became, um, happened in my early twenties when my mom became a Reiki practitioner and I couldn't roll my eyes into my head enough to satisfy how weird and hokey I thought that it was. Um, and of course, you know, 
my mom and I didn't have the best relationship at the time. So I'm sure that had something to do with it. But she did give me attunements. And, um, and during the second attunement, something so significant happened to me that I couldn't ignore it anymore. I could not pretend that it didn't exist. And so that kind of came through me with my life. I, I traveled a ton in my early 20s. I moved all over different places, I like lived in a van and traveled around. And I always had my Reiki book because it, after that one attunement with my mom, I knew that it was something that was real because I could feel energy. She was doing, giving me an attunement and I felt as if a thousand hands were touching me. I could feel a thousand hands. It was scary a little bit at first. It was uncomfortable. It was weird. Um, and so Paul took Reiki and a Catholic university for well, nursing t- school. I got tuned by your mom first. Yes, yeah. but then you took a course yeah, in nursing school. In nursing school. I needed one extra credit, and that was one of the options. It was either that or uh, emergency planning, like evacuation training. <laughs> <laughs> and I chose the Reiki class. Yeah, and we love it. I mean, my mom is not the only one in my family that does it. I have an aunt that does it as well. and um, And so we reiki our kids and we reiki our pets and we reiki each other but then my mentor was teaching reiki and as some of you might know i had kind of an extreme awakening (laughs) in 2019 and i started meditating daily and taking better care of myself and working on my boundaries and working on my intuition and actually listening to my guides and developing my own practice and that is when Reiki really started to feel better for me. And when my mentor started teaching this class, she's a shamanic Reiki healer. And so the way that she teaches really spoke to me. And what's really cool about Reiki is that there are so many different kinds of people that teach Reiki. So if you think shamanic healing is amazing, you can find a shamanic healer that can teach you Reiki. If you, um, there's Catholic institutions that teach Reiki. If you are inclined to do that, there's so many different modal, like it's not a modality. There's so many different ways into the modality of Reiki. There's multiple modalities. There's uh, so I work in a hospice clinic and, uh, like, uh, therapeutic touch is a common energy healing modality where I work. Uh, there's hands-on healing, I believe. There's a bunch of other ones that you'll run into. Which uh, are not Reiki. They're their own healing they're their modality. Own thing. They're, so, all, they're energy healing. They're, um, you'll find simula- similarities. Uh, the, you know, what's interesting is uh, that I've experienced energy healing shares, and that's actually how it came across that, like, oh, not everybody is offering those or not offering Reiki. And if you're interested in energies and feeling them, I think that learning one of these modalities is pretty important. For me, it it felt awesome. I know that you can do a lot of things on your own, and I think that is super cool. 
But I also think that there is something to say about learning a tradition and learning through a group of people and then practicing with a group of people. There's so much that, for example, in my newer Reiki classes with my mentor, the way that she taught us and the way that we could share was really spoke to me. And um, when I started just basically raking everyone I could find, I learned so much. So I think that learning from somebody and practicing as much as you can is is really important. Yeah. And it doesn't mean that you can't intuitively do things. What it means is you can tailor that to your own needs once you learn the tried and true pass down methods. Yeah. I think there's a different, uh, just like actually going through a course that actually, you know, sets down like a, a step-by-step process for yourself sometimes, if that's a difficult task for you to do. And it might actually give you an example to study other things, maybe independently. It offers you an opportunity to experience, say you wanted to teach any anything really, you can l- really learn from people who are teaching it. Like I've learned a ton just from working with Sarah about so uh, we did our course with sarah goff by the way uh that you know you can include different things there's different ways to approach it there's different ways to follow up with students just to you know make sure that they feel they're supported there's ways to check in i've learned so much about actually like the the education process for for an independent practitioner i found really interesting there's a lot of other levels to you know to this I just think it's cool that if uh, there's tons of people that teach Reiki, we know Sarah Goff, who's teaching Reiki, and she is amazing. But we also know another lady named Rachel, who we love, 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 who teaches Reiki. And we will put both of their links in the show notes for this, because if you are interested in learning Reiki, we would recommend those two people. Very different So it just depends on your personality and what you want to learn. And Sarah's going to come on the podcast soon. And Rachel's going to come on the podcast soon. And we'll have them talk about it. Yeah. What do you think is going on with that? Why why do all of a sudden are we asking energy healers to come on? Have you really really thought about like... Well, we've had Rachel on already. And Sarah, I talk to on a regular basis. Um, Yeah. But why do you think now why it's coming up? Because all of a sudden, like we have two energy healers coming up within the month. Yeah, and we're sitting here talking about energy healing like crazy. But for me, I have put a lot of effort and time into energy work. And it really allows me to feel extreme, like super connected to the universe. Because people that listen to the show know that I am an animist. And I believe that everything has a spirit, including the universe, and that I can interact with it. And I feel like energy practices, when you get into them, you can, you can feel it. I don't need to sit around and talk with people to try and convince them that it's real because I already know that it's real because I can feel it. And so I think that... Um, Right now, with the slow collapse of the old way, which is going to bring something new. I don't know what it is, um, but something new is coming. 
being able to focus our energies on ourselves, on the planet, on each other, on our community in a healing way is really important. If you turn on the news, if you, I mean, you don't have to even get on the news. If you turn on your phone and look at anything, there's a lot of outrage and negativity and um, emotions going there. And so learning an energy modality can help us with, with, with feeling our way through those things. Mm-hmm. Yeah. All that noise can definitely gum things up and we're always looking for a way to, to get back into the flow of things that serve us. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, so I am just trying to focus on what I can do to improve the world, what my values are, now I'm wondering, like what you said, so we're moving into something new and uh, I, I definitely feel it, but what, like, what do you, how are you feeling it right now? Like, as far as this something new? Is, well, I'll be honest. I want it to be way more extreme <laughs> because I wanted it to get over with, but it's going to take a long time. I don't want to go back to the old way. I'm not interested in the old way. I don't even want to talk about it. Um, I want to move forward. I want, um, us to live in a place where it's not ridiculous to be to want to be seen as who you really are to want to be um respected to care about our community to care about the the earth um, and what we do how like what are the downstream effects of basically everything that we do so where does the so downstream from what? Well, from any action. Yeah. I think that sometimes like we're living in it's so weird because I have a problem with how we live right now where everything has to be so individualistic. Mm-hmm. Look at me, look at me. Um, but I also want to live in a world where we celebrate each other's individuality and then so I celebrate you. You are, you know, you feel that you're this or you want to change into being someone else. I think everybody should be allowed to change. I think everybody should be allowed to try and figure out who they are. And then I think that we should celebrate that. And then we should take whoever it is that we are and use that, that goodness that comes with being accepted to do what it is that we care about. And that ripples out into our communities and into the world. Um, But right now, it's so individualistic in a way that seems harmful because it's only look at me, look at me, not what can I do for everybody. Does that make sense? It's such a weird dichotomy because I want there to be individualism, but I also want it to be more community oriented we had to take a break you guys because the dog was jumping on our door and it's because we have a completed podcast shed in our backyard it's really exciting it's a special i call it the spirit shed (laughs) um because i can do reiki and spirit sessions up here and um, work with other people's guides and spirits and not actively have them in my 
own altar space. So it's a really cool place. And we just forgot to mention it. So I thought I would let everybody know that we have successfully completed our podcast Spirit Shed. So do you feel like uh, the with the Reiki thing, I think what I was getting into is responding to the chaos of existence. You know, you just really don't have... Really, you don't really have control over everything around you and you just kind of have to react to it. I kind of feel like the healing's coming in again because you know what you can do just consistently is help out one another. I feel like that's the big thing coming out from all this experience doing Reiki. I'm gaining so much from working with people. And I feel like it is learning how to move in the world in another way because we can't control the universe. Uh, We can interact with it. So we can learn to see what's coming by paying attention. And I think that by paying attention, I mean kind of like what's in the sky clock, you know, what's astrology have to say about that? Um, What do your guides have to say about that? What do your feelings have to say about what's coming and how can you interact with the universe that does get mixed in with, I mean, chaos is mixed in there and how can we get through it? How can we do our best to take care of ourselves and others through difficult times? How can we, instead of getting, you know, hit by a wave, jump underneath it or body surf it? Yeah, yeah, like every everything does feel like it's changing and we don't know what it's going to be look like or what it's going to look like. And that's exciting. It, if you or I, I'm talking about Jessica and I, are out there doing healings for one another or all these other things that help benefit other people, our community, well, just, you know, anybody willing to really participate in this vision. Like, I feel like I'm creating something new for myself. And then, so it's kind of like really cool, like ideas like this that are like, well, maybe that this is something that's helping me create the narrative of the, of the thing that I'm living, the thing I'm creating for me, the thing I'm creating for my kids. Oh, and this takes us back to what we were talking about. So change, right? And I mentioned the idea of... Um, allowing people to be individuals without it, without, you know, the change is coming. And so now people want to change. And then there's groups of people that don't want them to change and fight their changes. And why are we fighting other people's changes? We need to be celebrating people's changes, allowing them to feel like supported beautiful people that they are, and then moving forward with them as a group. Um, I think that fighting, it's just the perfect example of what happens when you fight the change. Change is coming. Let's hold hands with it. Let's get used to it. It's the only constant that we know. Change. Stop holding on to things that aren't ours, meaning you know, we don't get to have everything that we want when we want it. Um, And maybe our life is going to look a little bit different than we had envisioned. Um, But it is a really good idea for us to make friends with change. Yeah. So I think it's a good segue into uh, some of the projects that we're doing. 
Let's talk about your course. Uh, so uh, Jessica's offering the Keystone course, and so share with me what how that relates to your practice now and what you're offering to folks. All right. I do not know what happened. I mean, I do know what happened. And like, should we say astrology, sky clock? How, what do you like to refer to it as? Well, With you? Well, on the 21st of December, there was a conjunction. Yep, and for conjunction. me, mm-hmm. at, um, I had a little bit more energy. And I started to feel creative again. And I started to be interested again. Um, and not just doing things for myself and putting myself and waves out. And so ever since then, I've been having energy for all of these awesome things that we have um, been wanting to do, but now we can. We have still been doing um, magic, cool meditations for anybody that's interested. We meet once a month with a group. And so we have a Patreon for it. But also, if you go to my website, you can just buy a one-day pass for three (laughs) dollars we're trying to make it affordable and so it's three dollars to come and we do meditation guided meditation sonic drumming for journeys different things every month and um, we're going to keep doing that so anybody that's interested come on over i uh will also be starting i am starting a course called the keystone course And, um, I named it the Keystone course for a couple of reasons. Um, the first being to me, it's kind of a foundational course for any kind of esoteric path. So whether you want to learn witchcraft or be initiated into a witchcraft um, or into a practice, or you want to learn energy healing, or you just want to learn some habits for yourself, uh, it is really important to have certain habits under your belt because those are going to cascade into other parts of your life. So the course that I'm doing is going to be, um, I'm calling it a mini mentorship because I'll be doing two classes a week and it starts really simple um, with meditation and discussion. And then every course it builds on new, new techniques, new meditations, new things to think about, learning things like building your own intuition. How do you trust yourself? How do you trust that that's your guide and not you saying weird things to yourself? How do you create energetic boundaries around yourself? Um, And so I'll be doing courses like that for every two weeks for three months. So it does involve a lot of meditation, but it's not It's kind of also trying to remove boundaries around the things that keep people from doing it. Because I think so many of us say, I can't meditate. I don't have the time. I, and then they think they have to sit for 60 minutes and fight their own thoughts and think nothing. And so it's a group of us getting together to support each other through this process. And then I call it a mini mentorship because I will meet do one-on-ones with everybody in the group. They're very small groups and discuss what's going on with them. 
I had that with my mentor uh, starting in 2019. And I met with her every week for months to get through my kind of awakening process. And I had my hand held and it was beautiful and I am so grateful and I want that to be accessible to other people. And that is a part of what the course is. Yeah, I, th I think it's, yeah, I think it's really great. I think it's, it's nice to have that confirmation. Everybody can pretty much do this on their own. You don't need anybody else to do it, but. But wouldn't it be nice to have somebody that already had a mentor and read an ass ton of books and core and took courses. I shouldn't say ass ton. You should probably edit that out. It, it's really that's nice. <laughs> it's nice to have somebody that's gone through it that had a mentor that already did a lot of the reading so that you can ask. I would like to say that I was really lucky because I had Paul when that happened. So I would say, Paul, um, Enoch came in and he was telling me this and he was telling me that. And I don't know. And I honestly didn't know who Enoch was. And so I, I didn't know how to interact. And then I talked to Paul about it. And so he he pointed me in a direction of what to read and what to look for and um, maybe who this was. And so we have, um, I had somebody there to give me resources. And that is something that I think that we all need. Yeah. And, and just the confirmation, you know, it's just like why some of us will get a tarot reading or check out our astrology or something. It's like, oh, okay. I am, you know, like, it's, it's just nice to have a little confirmation from time to time. It's, you know, so, you know, some people like practice and pull their own cards. You can do that. But like, it's, it's sometimes nice to have like an extra person just to confirm that, like, it's not just me. I mean, it is just you creating it, but like, it's, it's just nice to have somebody to, we're all here to help each other. So this is like a great opportunity to, if, um, to work with somebody who has had that and understands the value of that. And so it's really like encouraging of other people during their process processes and I, I just think it's really great so uh, i think this is a great opportunity to like really build foundations if you don't already have one uh maybe find some uh ways to strengthen your current foundations it's definitely not specific to um novice to expert i think um these types of things from my experience, I've, I've taken, I've, I've recently taken a course like this with previous experience of doing the other stuff. So I think this is like a really great opportunity and it's very, and uh, Jessica's making it really accessible to people. Yeah. So there's a couple different prices and it's just based on how often you want to get together and have one-on-one -on -one sessions. And that way it is affordable to everyone. And so we'll have a discord so people can talk and we, I will be available via email so I can answer your questions. Um, that will have boundaries around it as well, because I am kind of changing the way I live my life in 2021. I am not going to, I, the internet is, is not to be used by me at all times, anytime I want on my phone, in my hand. It's, it's a bunch of noise that I don't need. And so I'm going to have some office hours around using, I'm not even talking about using Instagram. I mean the internet uh, and getting outside information. And so I am going to have some boundaries around that. Um, but it will be every day that I'll have a couple hours to look and sit in my shed <laughs> and answer questions. And so I will 
be available to everybody. Yeah. Isn't it weird how we're both, uh, so Jessica and I are both experiencing, isn't it weird how we're both experiencing this thing where like the internet's going to need to go, your phone's going to need to go. Like, I feel like we're getting all these confirmations about it. Like our time on the internet (laughs) is like limited. I I could always, I could honestly see ourselves just like recording podcasts, putting them out, not having any idea if anybody's listening at all to it and just because how I don't want to, I'm tired of checking. It's really, it's, it's, it's a, it's a really difficult time um, because we live in um, small groups because of COVID. Right. And so we need to socially distance from other people, but we also are having these experiences that we want to discuss with everybody that we want to look into And so we, as you're going through the process of learning about yourself, you want to have other people validate you. Yeah. I want a community. Yeah. And so, but the problem is we have one and and I'm very lucky, but for, for other people that need to grow it, you're looking out, you're trying to pull, um, get in some validation for yourself, feel like you're growing. But when you open the internet, I'm just saying like, blanket statement, the internet, (laughs) and look up information, we get bombarded by negative energies and things that do not serve us. Somebody just dropped off willow cuttings. Yeah, two native varieties. One has bark that is an anti-inflammatory and good for all different kinds of stuff and that one is going to go in the front yard it's also good for birds and then the other one likes to live in wet soil and so over by the compost we have like very wet ground and so it loves wet ground it's a different kind of native willow and they grow kind of like in bushes and so that one will go in the back and it will be a place for the birds to live and suck up some of that extra water okay so yeah so this is something new that's been going on you've been having conversations in the neighborhood and developing relationships with some of our neighbors not really. This is somebody that is, they just put something on the next door site, which I actually try to stay away from um, because it's a lot of people complaining, but I do look to see who in my neighborhood was saying something. And so if somebody puts up something nice about plants or I, I look at that because I want to be friends with some neighbors and I love the idea that there's all these, we live in a place that has a a really large university and so they have a really good gardening program too with a bunch of master gardeners and so there's a lot of people in our neighborhoods that have super cool yards and then if you go for a walk here at the right time of year you can pick up you know different plants that people are taking out of their yard because they overgrow and then they just specially place them near the sidewalk so you can go for a walk and come home with ferns mm-hmm. you can go for a walk and come home with calendula yeah jessica's mentioning this because i went on a run and then when i was running home i had two like pretty large sized ferns in my arms which you then walked through the house with so there was like a trail of mud yeah, <laughs> but so like um so let's talk about like, so I, I feel like this uh, leads us to the, this is somehow like fit in, I feel like this fits into like the themes of January or maybe for the year or like what, do, what do we, 
so in my meditations and the kind of lessons that I've been learning um, for this month feels as if I am really wrapping up lessons that I was supposed to learn in 2020. Things that came up for me in 2020 are coming back to me, but in a way that I know how to deal with it. Does that make sense? Like, oh, I see this for what it is, and now I can deal with it because I learned some tools in 2020. And I it's really exciting because I know that the new year is going to bring us lots of new lessons, and I want to make space. I want to, sometimes don't you just want to learn the lesson instead of doing it over and over again? And so... I think that we're all coming into some new lessons starting at the end of this month and next month. So making room for new lessons. Yeah, making room for new lessons, that new problems. Great and ominous <laughs> at the same time. Yeah, it's great. It's how are we going to improve ourselves? I mean, lessons don't always have to come in the form of something really bad, though. So it's all in the way you look at it. It's like a... Five of Pentacles in tarot. You know, how are you gonna, how are you going to explain that in the spread? Is it always saying something really negative or is it a lesson? What's your favorite Five of the Pentacles card that you have in your deck? You mean which of yeah, my which favorite one are, which one decks are you picturing has... right now? I'm picturing the Rider Waite where it's the, you know, the lame person and the ill person walking through the blizzard but they're overcoming it it's hard but it's and it's it's a difficult time it is not a it is not feast it's more famine but they're they are they are holding their heads as high as they can through that blizzard you're right that is a pretty bad five of pentacles i think that there are some that wouldn't well i don't know as bad i don't know yeah I think we can have little lessons along the way too, and yeah. not just. Well, my huge other ones. one is the is the uh, the it's like the broken hip bone. It's got it's it's together though. It's the broken hip bone of with the a wooden mush, tarot with a mushroom growing in it. No. Yeah, I think it has a mushroom growing. Yeah, in it. but it's like this big hip bone. It's still together and it's still supporting, but it's got cracks all through it. But yeah. But it is holding. It's the biggest bone. Mm-hmm. And what's it? What, what's the one that? What's the one that you're picturing in your head? We'll take pictures of these. I'm not picturing one. I just, the only reason I mentioned it is because it strikes me as one of your favorite cards. And that's why I brought it up. It was more to geared towards directly talking to you. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Like, uh, yeah, I remember I got it drawn for me last year and I was like, great. And most people are like, oh, that's, that's a different perspective on this card because usually it just means like money problems but it can also mean opportunity for growth yeah but that was my theme last year and yeah not easy but man i feel great like i feel like really like built on a foundation that you know had some cracks in it (laughs) yeah i feel that hip bone i'll take a picture of that hip bone picture so uh so now we're getting ready for the new year yeah and we've been focusing on what it is that we value right? And so this new moon coming up in Capricorn 
is supposed to be the time that we are looking at what it is that we want to manifest or intend for this coming year. And so we want that those intentions to be in line with our values, our core values. And so I am really excited about some of the challenges that I have had already in January because they are me revisiting lessons that I needed. And so am I going to react in the same way that I reacted when I first had this lesson? Or am I going to see it for what it is and make space for new lessons? I'm really feeling that. <laughs> yeah, that's good. So back, so on the magical meditation on oh, the 17th, <laughs> yeah, on the 17th, we will be doing our monthly group intention, which is a couple of weeks early. Usually we do it more towards the end of the month. Uh, we do a live Zoom, which we record for later listening with a, a guided journey meditation. So we'll be doing that uh, with, and that will be set for intent. It's a, it'll be an intention exercise journey. What is it? So, okay. So, um, we have a magical meditation coming up this month. It's our first of 2021. It's on January 17th and we will be doing a guided meditation and then a journey afterwards. We did that combo last month and people really enjoyed it. And so Paul and I will go through a guided meditation And then we will do a journey. I would, because of 2021 being the year of discernment and self-validation, I would like to bring one of those into the journey. So if anyone is interested in doing guided meditation or journey work and has not yet done that, it is a really great way to kind of dip your toes in the water. That's $3.00. And um, there will be other people there. You can email me if you do not want to be involved in group discussion, but you want to come. Uh, The group discussions are really fun, but they are not required. Also, if you don't want to be there live uh, for our patrons, we do record it and then they can listen to it anytime they want. Another thing that we're going to do this month um, during that meditation is Paul is going to introduce us after the meditation he is going to introduce us into something that he's been getting really into, um, which is the power of eight. And it's an intention group. Do you want to tell us a little bit about that? Yeah. So uh, recently I've started doing a weekly intention group uh, based on the principles of Lynn McTaggart's power of eight. It is a 10 minute intention healing exercise. Well, it's actually an intention. It doesn't necessarily have to be healing. They tend to be for healing. Uh, but they can also be for intentions like getting the job that you want, or, you know, it could be for health reasons. It could be intentions for a safe trip or something like that. So uh, I mean, I would just like to say that Paul set one up recently for one of our former guests and we did have some of her loved ones come and uh, one of our patrons and we went to this intention and it was extremely powerful and moving. And if anybody is interested in that and knowing more about that and wants to get in on Paul's group, uh, I think that it would be really cool. Yeah. So I'll be introducing people to a group intention just to try out. Uh, My ultimate goal is just to teach that or just to have people experience that. I hope like I uh, 
I, you know, my hope, of course, is that you more intention groups start happening all over. So this is kind of like a this is kind of like a, a big movement in trying to like uh, it's it's a I, what I can say from my doing it so far. It's a good way to spend. It's about ten to twenty minutes where you really build sort of a you really develop uh, relationships with people doing them and it's a great way to build community strengthen communities that you already have and also do some good in the world uh, in really concentrated efforts it's pretty it's been pretty profound and if you are research minded and really want to work on things that have a lot of research behind it you can look into Lynn McTaggart and see all the research that she has done on the power of eight. And it might, this might be something that is right up your alley. Yeah. So we'll be doing two intentions, uh, one for a healing and then one for fun. I uh, hope uh, you all can make it. If not, um, maybe the next time. <laughs> but, yeah. <laughs> but of course uh, we can always send you information if you guys always want to reach out to us. And next week, we have one of my favorite people coming on as a guest, so... Pretty excited about that. Oh, sorry. I started... I just That's talked about her, and then I started rubbing my hands together, calling in my energy, because that's what I do, and boy, does it Paul, drive Paul crazy. <laughs> yeah, and we both do it. It's so. getting <laughs> your hands ready for energy work, so sorry about that. I will... I'm trying. I'm trying, guys. I'm trying. Yeah. Well, thank you guys all for coming. I uh, look forward to... Uh, kind of figuring out the year together let's get through this together it's not going to be the easiest year for a lot of people and so i think it's really important that we dive into our communities and so i am really excited to be able to do this with everybody take care